Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Wow. I think about uh, all the things God has done for me. It's overwhelming at times. And I want everybody to uh, have that feeling and to share in that feeling of completion and satisfaction. And the only reason I got this, and it's the thousandth time I've said it, is because I formed a relationship with my creator, period. That's it. That's it. That's it. I, I can't tell you anything else, else. You know, I've always had a strong work ethic. My father put that in me. My father's conversations with me growing up was always uh, constantly about work hard, don't be lazy, be a man, do what you say you're going to do. Yada, 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 yada. Man, I was so tired of my father at times. I was going, man, what is with this dude right here? Man, every time we have a conversation, it's got to be about work. It's got to be about, you know, man, uh, doing your best, trying hard, you know, working, being honest, do what you say you're going to do. But that was his mission. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that now. I, 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 can't, even, I, I can't even put it into words when I think about my old man and what he was to me. And um, I, I just, uh, man, I'm so grateful for that balance I had in my life. And then my father was a fighter. He, he fought on the weekends. You know, my father used to come home with his, with his clothes toe off of him. He put a fresh shirt on and he'd go back. My mama used to talk about my father fighting all the time. It's like, why you are always fighting? You know, a little bit of that rubbed off on me too. You know, that that kind of got into me, and I I didn't understand that either. 
But then on the same turn, my mother was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years, so her conversation was never about fighting or anything. It was all about love and understanding and doing unto others that you would have them do unto you. My mom was a Sunday school teacher, so I, I learned about faith. I had to go to Sunday school, prayer meeting, Bible study, young people meeting, choir rehearsal. You know, I was at church, man, so much I was actually looking at there's got to be an alternative to this. You know, I, I want, you know, I was a little kid even. I was thinking at one point maybe I ought to look in the hell because there's got to be something cooler than this going on every day. It ain't got that crazy for me. But the balance between those two people created who I am today. And I want you to understand that the things that you are in your past have helped create who you are today if you view it the right way. Everything that has happened to you in your past has happened to you for a reason and is usually for the good if you view it that way. But if you, on the other hand, are a type of person who can't move forward because you are allowing your past to stop you from having your future, then you, my friend, are doing a disservice to your life. You are not honoring God's blessings. You are not taking advantage of the gain, knowledge, wisdom, and experience of your life. Example, if you are a woman and you are always talking about a former relationship, what he did to me, if he had not did this to me, I wouldn't be in this place today. I thought I had a man. Now I ain't got no man. Ah, la, 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 la. If I, you know, he came along and I was doing just swell. He just came in and he just lied to me. He lied to me. Now he did this to me. Then he cheated. Then he left. All of that that you're saying can very well be true. Have you thought that maybe, maybe somewhere, in God's infinite wisdom that he knew that you had made a mistake in picking him anyway. Maybe he knew you had made a mistake in saying yes or I do to him anyway or come on, move in. And so what he did was, based on your decision now to say yes, I do or come on, let's move in together, That was your decision. You ain't go to him about this one. You made this decision. Based on that decision and all the negative things that started happening, he allowed you to get away from it. Now, how you got away from it is always not the choice of ours. See, you stuck on the fact that he left, that he walked out. But let me share this with you. When he was there, how good was he to you? How good was he for you? See, you got to you got to stare, you got to look at the blessing. The blessing is now you are on your own. Now you walk in your house, ain't nobody in there with a disruptive spirit. Now you go home, you can take your clothes off and walk around like you want to. Now you go home, you can sit down and look at TV or catch your breath if you want to. Your kids don't have to see y'all arguing. All the time. Have you looked at the blessing in it? But now, if you're going to keep looking at the negative, then guess what? 
Now, you can't move forward because you keep allowing your past to keep you from moving forward. If God has brought you through it, why don't you move on from it? Look, you got through it. He gone. He ain't coming back. He got somebody else. So you going to sit there and just keep tripping because he gone and he got somebody else? Hey, pick yourself up. Thank God for the blessing. It didn't feel like a blessing while you was going through it. And all the pain of him leaving and the divorce and all that messed you up. Got it. When you get through with all of that, you ain't the first one been left. You ain't the first one been divorced. You ain't the first one been in a bad relationship. Pick yourself up. Thank God for the blessing and move forward in your life. Because maybe when you quit complaining, maybe you'll find out that God has something in store for you that he wants you to have. But he can't give it to you if you ain't grateful. So God gives you a blessing, but because you don't see it as a blessing, you ain't grateful for it. Now, guess what? You steady asking God to do something for you, but you ain't thanking him for what he's done for you. But you steady wanting him to do more. How does that work? How does that work, man, that he should keep on giving you things when you ain't even working with the stuff he didn't gave you? And I, I don't know, and I'm just I'm just using that one example. It could go for me and two, vice versa, and so on and so forth. I'm just using that as an example. Now, why I laid on that one so long, you have to take that up with God. That's all. Just read that. I ain't pointing fingers at nobody or nothing. Because I've been guilty on both sides of the coin. Who am I? But I'm just sharing with you what I had to do. I had to learn to stop allowing my past to interfere with my future. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. It is called morning. It is something that we look for faithfully on a daily basis. It subscribes us and beckons us to begin a new day. Morning symbolizes a fresh beginning. Morning means that the darkness is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, This is the darkness gone, symbol of a new day, morning show. The Steve Harvey New Day Morning Show. (laughs) Boy, you better come on, preacher. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve, joy cometh in the morning. You know that. (laughs) Weeping may endure for a night. Amen. But joy cometh in the morning. Hey! Hey! <laughs> yes, yes it does. Carla Pharrell. You better minister up in here. Up, up <laughs> in here. Good morning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, kill Junior Spates. Uh, 72 days hospital free. Thank Lord. Ooh, yes, Lord, joy. joy Come on, boy. In the morning. Joy. Joy. Boy. I get joy when I think about what he's what done for me. me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for what me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. That's all you know, sir. Well, yeah. I know that's it for now. J. Anthony Brown. 
He's here. Joy, I've had Joy. I've had Joy leave in the morning. I told Joy I'll call you later. What up, <laughs> Steve Harvey? He's so Man, stupid. I can't. He's not here a, a whole lot, but when he top. is. <laughs> top, top. Friday morning, baby. Today's a new day. <laughs> Welcome yes. back, Jay. <laughs> What's up? How y'all doing? How's everybody? What a week. What a full work. What you been week doing this Friday. week, Jay? Not working. I'm so glad, <laughs> Steve. I'm so glad. I've been I've been working so hard. And you exhausted. I'm so glad that today is Friday <laughs> and you can finally take a break. Did you know this when you hired him, Steve? <laughs> I'm putting the hours in. You, he actually wears I don't have his to, I don't have to tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> he wears himself he out. What, what'd you say, Steve? He what? He just wears his ass out waiting on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> then he get in here. He's talking about Yeah. Talking about food. Wow. So tired of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it happened gradually because at first it was I every day. It was Monday through y'all. Friday. Mm. Then it dwindled down, I think, to three days a week. Mm-hmm. Man, you really throwing uh, him under the bus. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, this is the truth. <laughs> now that'll set you free. I don't even know if I'm gonna make all of today. <laughs> Coming up you in 32 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. Are you ready, sir? Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This one is from Talia in Atlanta. Talia says, my husband and I decided to spice up our sex life after being married for almost 20 years. Back in the day, we'd have sex anywhere. So he had a brilliant idea to have sex in the back seat of our car in the parking lot of a Best Buy. The sneaky Mm. part was fun, and we were almost done when someone yelled on the window, knocked on the window, and uh, it was a parking lot security guard. He yelled, hey, you can't do that here. The security guard is my son's friend. What if ah. he recognized me and tells our son? How do we explain this? <laughs> Whoa. That's what you worried about? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was with your husband. Your problem would be if that wasn't your husband. There you can always say, boy, you know, good and hell well, we wasn't doing nothing in that damn parking lot. I had dropped a french fry down in the crack of that seat and was trying to get down in there and get that thing. That's all that was, damn french fry. And I still, well, I found I found french fry from last summer in there. Just say that, you know, you ain't got to worry about that. Okay. <laughs> but she was naked, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving she was on. naked? Mama. <laughs> They were having it was the, almost the I got hot. You know, I was trying to find that french fry, and he got hot as hell in there. Because uh-huh. it took me so long to find the damn french fry. Okay. Uh-huh. So I just took my clothes. And what was daddy doing? Who was daddy doing? He was naked, too. Looking. You know how your daddy is. <laughs> All right, moving on. Ronnie in North Carolina, I'm not using my real name because I would be in a world of trouble if my friend finds out I'm messing with his oldest daughter. For the record, she's 36 and fine. I'm only 42 and my friend is much older than me. 
So it's not like I'm a dirty old man. I have a real attraction to his daughter, and sex is the best because we've known each other for so long. She's ready to be honest with her dad, but I need more time. How do I tell my friend this? You're going to get your ass whooped up. Boy. <laughs> yeah. That ain't, this ain't nothing but a just ass whipping on the horizon. Oh, no. That's all this is right Not here, man. the future. <laughs> you know. But they're in love, yeah. see? See, what if they're in she love? wants to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, you know. Now, okay, let's let's do a little bit of math. She's 36. Let's assume he's 56. Let's say she had him. He was father at 20. Oh, dad. Let's uh-huh. say mm-hmm. 18. Let's say he's 54, you 42, the girl 36. He he ain't gonna handle it right, man. He no. just ain't. No, he ain't. He just he ain't. Because he doesn't want his friend yeah. messing with his precious daughter. Not gonna daughter. handle it right. Yeah. Well, so, what should he do? End the friendship? Well, you know, being uh being honest ain't a outcome. He keep telling y'all, where's this honesty is the best policy? Where they keep coming from? <laughs> How many times have I told y'all about that? Just what lie is he supposed to do? The I, I don't see. Well, I keep proving this to y'all over and over and over. (laughs) Honesty is not the best policy. I am a proponent of this. Don't, don't Mm -hmm. do this. So they should just keep caddis with you to your grave. Yes. Huh? What if it turns into something? I mean, it has turned into something. He, he's. That's all it's gonna be, sure. Turned into what? A real relationship. That ain't what he said is. He said it's just the best sex. That's all he said that is. He said he has a real attraction to her, and she wants to tell him. A dad. real attraction. Oh. See, this is how people okay. get hurt listening to y'all. Something, huh? <laughs> this is how Shirley, people get hurt. do you know how many real attractions, listen to this, y'all, and all of y'all know this is true. Do you know how many real attractions you got to keep to your damn self? <laughs> a lot yeah. of them. Oh, yeah, that's where the lying <laughs> stuff comes in. Okay. Oh, okay, close. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. That's true. Keep the peace. Is- yeah. Why you looking like that? <laughs> you disappointed in the team. You, you know why. Like- <laughs> yeah. I don't, even, I don't even, What is this a damn discussion for? Yeah. I'm just as obvious. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Sometimes your attraction come in the room. You got to leave. You know what I mean? You got to get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Big Daddy in Birmingham. We've moved on, Steve. Says, I've been driving trucks for 10 years, and I'm ready for a career change. I am trying to lose weight and stop smoking, but it's hard. The reason I want a lifestyle change is because I met a special lady recently, and I want to see her more. She says she gets lonely when I'm away, so it causes her to date other men. She said if I'm home, she will be all about me. My kids said I'm falling for a garden tool. And they told me to get advice from Uncle Steve, the CLO, before she breaks my heart. Is she worth my time or not? CLO. Mm. Well, Shirley, did he give her age? No, but he's been driving trucks for 10 years. Okay. Okay, you've been driving trucks. Your name is Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. You trying to lose Daddy. weight. Yeah, you trying to lose weight because you got this girl you like. And and stop smoking, cause you got this girl that's like, and you and when you away, she says she misses you, and it causes her to date 
other men. And if you was around all the time, she could be about you. You want to get in a relationship with a person like this? Because, see, this, this, if you were here, I could be all about you. Could be you. For right now, you driving off too many times. It could work its way into just hell where you went to the store. I was sitting here. <laughs> so I wanted to date. You took so your ass down to that store and took 40 minutes. <laughs> hell, we was just sitting somebody. on the porch talking. <laughs> So I entertained a gentleman. <laughs> I don't know, man. Away. I don't know. I would lose weight and quit smoking so I could be healthy and meet the chick of my dreams. She may yeah. not be it, dog. Right. She may yeah. not be it. All right, CLO. Good advice. Good advice as always. Coming up next, the nephew would run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news. And we'll also have today's entertainment news. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Girl Scout cookies. Oh, Everybody loves them. Come on. Girl Scout cookies. Jay, you can eat them. Come on, cat dog. <laughs> Hello? Hello, my teacher. Who's this? Hey, um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in uh, I work in Building Two. You work for Media, right? Yeah. What, what, what's going on? So we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? You have a girlfriend? Uh, why? What's up? So you guys, you guys live together, or or what? Uh, what, what is this your business? Like, what, what, what's, what's the deal? What, what's, why are you asking about my girl? Well, let me ask you this here. What's, what's, what's going on with you and? At the job, uh, I what what do you, what do you mean? What's going on with you, like like? I mean, so, I mean, you you know you know, right? I mean, so what? Like, what what's what's the deal? What what who who are you? Like, who the, who the are you? Like, what what what's the what what is this for? Like, why you? Like, I don't even know you, bro. Right, like, I, 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 just calm down, bro. Just calm down. Like I say, my name is Ben. I work at Villa Two, you know, and I know. I'm just telling you now. I know you got. I know what you and doing. Okay. I know what y'all doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What? So, so, so what, what? What? What the? What? What is this about? Like, why? Why you call my phone trying to harass me about some bull? Like, who are you? Like. What 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 is your problem? Like, hey man, hey 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 hey, hey calm down, man. I ain't finna, I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right, but I but but I'm gonna be real with you, okay? I right, like I said, you know, I got one of your names. I got your number from one of our coworkers, okay? I got your number. I said, hey, I want to I want to give in the car and you talk to him about something. That's how I got your number. So oh, yeah, who gave it to you? I, I, I we'll get to that later, okay? We'll get to that later. But let me but let me say this though. I know what's going on with you and to the job, all right? And I ain't going to say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever. But I do have something that I want you to do, though. What, what do you want, dude? Like, what, what, what the do you want? You call me, bugging me about and all this bull. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Well, here it is, man. Listen, I ain't going to say nothing about what you got going on, all right? That ain't, that ain't even, I don't even care about that. But here, here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you, all right? Listen, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies. And I want you to buy 50 boxes of them, all right, with, via cash app, because she got to have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you kidding me? 
Bro, you, okay, so you on some blackmail bull and listen, dude, who the gave you my number? Because you going to call me, ask me to buy some cookies, and you, you should just be a man and ask me about it. Like, don't be calling my phone trying to give me that bull Like, come on, man. Like, I, I ain't got no time for this. Like, all I'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I, I'm just saying, I just want you to buy some cookies. I need you to buy 50 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Can you do that no, or not? No, 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 no. You ain't going to call and try to manipulate me into buying, like, your your, your talking and you're trying to make me buy So I ain't going to do nothing for you. you disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you, like, just trying to manipulate I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down okay, with well, that. Okay, well, let me ask you. So you, you don't want to buy my cookies, though. So do you want me to call your, your girl and see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the f*** away from my girl, man. Like, don't, don't f*** come near her, okay? You don't call her. You don't come near her. You don't come near me. You just need to get the f*** out of here. I'm about to start 69 this figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, cause I ain't playing, bro. I ain't playing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'll tell you what, man. I ain't gonna argue with you. I ain't gonna argue with you. But I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now, and I'm gonna yeah, you call your girl. I'm gonna call your girl and see if she no. wanna buy some cookies. No, 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 no. You ain't calling nobody. You, you just get, you, you get. I swear to God, I'm gonna find out who you are. I'm gonna find out who gave you that number. I'm gonna call you up. Like you know, you'll call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey man, hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We're still talking about it, all right? I'm gonna get the right. phone like you. So, so, so I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. You sure you want me to call? You sure you want me to do that? Right? Isn't that, isn't that her name? Man, you up an individual. All right, look, how much are these cookies? How much you want? Hey man, hey man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Tommy? Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your co-worker got me to prank phone call you. Uh, 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 oh, my God. I'm going to kill him. Damn! Oh, I was so sorry, bro. Oh, God. Listen, listen, so listen, Adrian, we have beeped, we have beeped all the names so nobody knows the names at all, okay? You're good, bro. You're good. Alright, man. And I, mm, you got me. Oh, God. I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna take a nap, man. I, I just used up all my energy. I'm done. <laughs> Oh God! Like, <laughs> hey, what you got? <laughs> I I am gonna f- you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real. Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, H. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, which is what he's got playing every f- morning. <laughs> Kill me, bro. <laughs> A little blackmail ain't gonna never hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? Man. You gotta do what you gotta do. You just prank okay. it back. Everything. No, you messing around with this lady at the job, but let me tell you something. 
I ain't gonna say nothing if you buy something in Girl Scout. You feel me? That's all I want. Get these sales up for your back. That's all I want. I ain't gonna tell what you're doing. I know what you're you doing, though. Okay? Yeah, you're getting cookies, now buy some cookies. Now, that's that's the even swap. I don't hear you. Wow. You know he broke when he said, how much is the damn cookies, man? How much yeah. are the cookies? Uh-huh. And Matt. He gave in, Tommy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Make it do what it do. It's time to start buying them again, too. You know, the, yes. the little girls is out, yeah, outside the supermarket, saying. so it's yeah. time. Yeah. Che, I don't know why they call them Girl Scout cookies, because they, they grown people cookies. I ain't never <laughs> seen a Girl Scout with them damn cookies. It should be grown-ass people cookies. That's <laughs> we be eating two, three people. boxes, too. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. can't eat them, Che. Why are you even in this conversation? <laughs> oh, Jay, can you every, eat Every diabetic got cookies? something that you can't have, like, six boxes of them. But, yeah, I can have one. You <laughs> <laughs> have a cookie, yeah. Jay. Just a cookie. Here goes to all the Girl Scouts out there. Yeah, Carla used to be a Girl Scout. Y'all want me to sing the song? Girl Scouts together. <laughs> wow, look at the yeah, time. Coming you up at the top cookies. of the hour. No, you ain't cut you nobody off singing. <laughs> I'm listening to my ear. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment okay. and national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, some very sad news out of Hollywood. Iconic and legendary actress Cicely Tyson has passed away. She was 96 years old. Her manager, Larry Thompson, released a statement yesterday saying Mrs. Cicely Tyson has made her peaceful transition. Please allow the family their privacy. As we all know, Ms. Cicely Tyson had roles in theater, film, and television, including the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman, A Woman Called Moses, The King, MLK uh, story, Sounder. And so the list goes on and on. Ms. Tyson was married. Yes. Yeah. She was married, of course, to Miles Davis from 81 to uh, 1988. Throughout her career, she refused to play drug addicts, prostitutes, or any type of role that was demeaning to black women. And she gained so much respect for that. Ms. Tyson was also one of the founding members of the Dance Theater of Harlem. In 2016, wow. President Obama presented Ms. Tyson with the Presidential Medal of Freeman, Freedom, yes, the nation's highest civilian honor. Ms. Tyson passed away just days after um, her memoir was released. It's called Just As I Am, a memoir. Wow. Wow. Have to get that. That's a legend Jay. right there. You know, yeah. um, and so beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, in in today of uh, social media and and all, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, 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 uh-huh. we really we you know we really know how to pay uh, homage to to our current stars. You know, mm-hmm. people who are are, are socially uh, relevant today. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we miss the legacy of our treasures that cool. made us who who we all are today. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman was a trailblazer in every sense of the word. Yes, I sir. mean, if mm-hmm. there was no Cicely Tyson, mm-hmm. I don't know if you understand this. You you get no Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. you you get no Maya Angelou, you get no. You get no Beyonce. You get no uh, this. This is really how relevant of a figure this woman was, and 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 black women in this industry know this about yes. her. Yes. And I, 
I hope that they do it right. Uh, e- even though it's tough, you know, because there's a lot going on, but I, don't, I, I hope people don't miss her real contribution to us as a people because she was doing it at a time where being us was not popular, cool, mm-hmm. or allowed. Right. And that's what, when you could become a black star, yeah. when he she rose. was a black star, yes. mm-hmm. you yeah. better know your ass was doing something. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, well said. Yeah, Steve. so rest in peace. She man. was special on a whole nother level, man. Just she a really whole was. nother level she really of was. grace and style and dignity, the way she mm-hmm. carried herself, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Perry yeah. loved so her. Even too. in her later years, he, man, yeah, Tyler used her, her a lot. Mood. I like her, yeah. and I was glad mm-hmm. to see that. He used yeah, her Viola lot. Davis, she played mm-hmm. her mother in How to Get Away with Murder on TV. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, man, queen, just a queen. Yeah, we've we've lost a great beautiful spirited person. Hoodlum. Oh yeah, that was my favorite. Good one, Tommy. It was cold. That's one of my favorite movies of all times, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, our condolences and deepest sympathy going out to the Tyson family. Rest in peace, queen. All right, Steve. uh, We're gonna move on now. Uh, Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everyone. Okay, President Biden signed two more executive orders yesterday, this time dealing with Obamacare, undoing basically what former President Trump did to it. So access to health insurance through the Affordable Care Act is back on. It's expanded again, giving people who may have lost their jobs in health care due to the pandemic a chance to sign up for coverage that they may need now more than ever. There's nothing new that we're doing here other than restoring the Affordable Care Act, and restoring the Medicaid to the way it was before Trump became president. The president says that the executive orders are going to protect reproductive rights, expand access to abortion, and re-examine Trump administration policies that actually undercut protections for people with pre-existing conditions. The enrollment period is open from February 15th. That's when it opens, and it stays open for another three months. A federal grand jury has indicted three individuals associated with the far-right group called the Oath Keepers. That's a militia that recruits from military and law enforcement. On charges of organizing the D.C. insurrection, the indictments accused the extremists of coming with a plan and ready to provoke violence. Meanwhile, over 30 House members have sent a letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy asking for more flexibility in using their congressional allowances. Why? Well, they say in light of recent events, they say they need to surround themselves with more security. They need to surround their families with more security. Speaker Pelosi says the situation is just shameful. While it's appropriate that they use their MRA for their security, they shouldn't have to because that money is there for them to meet the needs of their constituents. The speaker says, though, in the meantime, security measures have been ramped up. They're still being stepped up. And in the meantime, uh, Lieutenant General Russell Harnere is uh, investigating the failures in Capitol Hill security. Okay, so he's looking into it. They're going to continue to adjust and readjust to make sure, she says, that things are safe. You know, and the old folks say the death comes in twos and threes, but this is more like fours because we've now most recently lost Hank Hank Aaron, 
Larry King, Cloris Leachman, and now the legendary Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson was born in New York of Caribbean parentage. Her parents were from Nevis, and in a career that spanned over seven decades, Tyson became best known for her roles as strong, elderly black American women. Cicely Tyson, the recipient of three Emmy Awards, a Tony, an honorary Oscar, among other things, and she's most remembered for the portrayal of Miss Jane Pittman. I'm going to call you something besides Ticey. Ticey's a slave name. Eloise, Sophie, Marguerite... Jane. I like Jane. Now, from now on, your name is Jane. Not Tyson. Jane. Cecily Tyson was 96 years of age. The cause of death has not been mentioned. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, go ahead. Take it away. Introduce your friend. You hired him. Glad to have him here today. Ladies and gentlemen, with deep sadness and regret, (laughs) I introduce to you somebody who may be here. Or may not be here. We don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. Surprise. You might, you might get all of that today, but what I'm about to say, <laughs> you might get all of that. There's going to be some upsetness before I say what I have Aww. to say, okay? okay? Just know. Okay, we are all excited. I know I am. That Harriet Tubman is going to be on the $20 bill. I'm excited. Yeah. Elated. Yeah. It's yeah. great. You hear me? It's great. Don't stop there. Put Charlie Wilson on the five. Put him on the five. Put, don't stop there. Put salt and pepper on the $3 bill. Now, there's three people in the group, salt and pepper, and the $3 bill came out in 1824. I did the research. The $100 bill, put um Notorious B.I.G. Let's get some black people on this money. But hear me, hear me when I say this. Listen to me. Mm. Listen to what I'm about to say. Before you put anybody black on some green money, mm-hmm. before you put anybody black on some green money, we going to need a hell of a campaign to let people know this money is coming out. We going to need billboards. We going to need it on the side of buses. We going to need t-shirts. <laughs> we going to need it inside airplanes. We going to need it on packs of sugar. We going to need it the at the football field. We going to need bands to spell it out. Black money is coming. We going to need people to know about it. When you watching your favorite show, whatever your favorite show is, we interrupt these messages to let you know that black money is coming. Somebody black on the 20. Uh, now, back to our program, because I'm here to tell you, you can't just throw this money out there like that. You can't. You can't. Look, she's a great lady. What she did was great. But uh-huh. you can't just put this damn money out there like that and people don't know. I can tell you who not going to take it. I can tell you oh, who not going to take this money. Don't, there ain't a dope dealer in the world. There's not one I know of, and I know a couple. They're not taking this damn money. You got to have a campaign to let people know. And last but I tell you what, strippers ain't taking this money. They're not going to have it. They're going to look at you like, sugar, 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 sugar. You're going to, uh-uh, sugar. You're going to, Harriet, who? No, sugar. No, we ain't, sugar, we ain't doing this tonight. Uh-uh. That's my opinion. Jay, Jay what about and a casino, that's how I Jay? See it, okay? Yeah, you, 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 see, you, you, you can't just throw this money out there like that. You can't, uh. 
All right, uh, coming up black in Black soul minutes. food restaurants ain't going to take it either, Jay. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Jay, before we went to break, you were talking about Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Finish mm-hmm. your thought, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and I just said that a lot of places now, for instance, for instance, Steve, I'd like you to do a reenactment. The pastor has taken up collection. <laughs> Somehow he found five of these Harriet Tubman 20s in the plate. <laughs> Nobody I'm told a, him about them. I'm going to need the organ Here music, we go. Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna let, Dave let me know if you need me, but I'm here. We want to bring uh, something to your attention. First of all, we are grateful for those in attendance and who have dug deep uh-huh. into the pockets and gave uh, what you had. I have noticed during the count that there was about 13 <laughs> bills in the tray that we need to discuss. Well, don't come in here <laughs> passing counterfeit money up in here because we're not going to have it. That's right. That's I don't right. know because I ain't seen the announcement on billboards. <laughs> I ain't seen no T-shirts. I ain't seen no... We interrupt this regularly scheduled program <laughs> to make mm-hmm. me aware that they didn't put somebody new on this $20 bill. Who decided that they was going to put this on the bill and have we told enough people? <laughs> I can't cut this money down to Bank of America <laughs> and lay this up here and these white folks don't know what I know because I'm going to slap the first white person that tell me they don't know who the hell she is. Look, I appreciate all Sister High Rock has done for us. I appreciate the Underground Railroad. I appreciate the ability to get up out your sleep in the middle of the night and carry on. I appreciate you going back and freeing everybody. But have you told the white people that we're going to put our ass on the 20? Because right now, I'll cut it down to the bank and one more white person say to me, who, who the hell is she? I'm going to slap the first white folk that don't know her name is the late, great Harriet Tubman. I didn't ask you who Benjamin was, and I ain't never seen his punk ass before, but I take it down there anyway. I don't even know what Andrew Jackson did. I don't give a damn about Abraham Lincoln after I saw the movie. Five hours I sat there waiting on him to sign the Emancipation Proclamation. Sign this damn paper so we can be free. I'm tired of watching this punk-ass movie. Abraham Lincoln took five hours to sign the paper. 
<laughs> it was only in 89. That ain't fair, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I want some announcements made. <laughs> I need more more of an awareness campaign. Yes. I need it to yes, be brought to the forefront. I need for yes. people to, to be yes. talking about it on Fox. If Fox yes. don't mention it, yes. we finna catch hell with these 20. <laughs> uh, cottons of milk. We need it on cottons of milk. We need it everywhere. <laughs> we need it on milk cottons. Yes. <laughs> we need it on baby food. <laughs> we need posters at Walmart. We need it on toilet paper. We need it on yeah. toilet paper. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Amen. Amen. Amen again. Amen. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, the nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my side piece lives with us. Hmm. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that in, in just a little while. But first... Where do they do that at? Okay. Over there. Over there. Over there. They do that over there. Over there, yeah. Not over here. Over there. Uh, the nephew is here right now with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? We're going to piggyback on Steve. You know, he done took him to church on that last break. You know, we're going to go on, on slide on into the praise dances. Let's slide right on into the praise dances. Yeah. Oh. Praise dances. Let's go. Hello? This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How you doing? I'm looking for uh, Sister Tanya. This is Sister Tanya. This is Tanya. This is Brother Fuller from the church. How are you? Oh, I'm well, Brother Fuller. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, we wanted to give you a call about the uh, about the praise dancing that's at the church. First of all, I wanted to really show you how much uh, uh, you're doing a great job over there with the praise dances, and you you definitely do a great job on uh, every third Sunday that you guys actually perform. Everybody seems to really like it. Well, thank you. Thank you. What can I do for you today? There is a bit of a situation with, um, you know, it's been brought to our attention. We actually had a small gathering, a little meeting about it, and wanted to, I've been elected to actually give you a call. And who is this again? I'm sorry. Who are you again? Uh, Brother Fuller. Uh Uh-huh. And and who had a meeting? Uh, Some of the brothers at the church and and, a pastor actually sat in for a moment on it, and uh, I was actually elected to actually just give you a call. Nothing that I don't think we can't get uh, rectified and, 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 you know, move on smoothly as we normally do. But I, I just think it's, we wanted to reach out to you and kind of make you aware of it, if, it's a, a, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, and what things are those? Well, uh, Sister Tanya, has any of the praise dancers, um, before they became praise dancers, was, mm-hmm. was, was, was any of them strippers? I, I beg your pardon? Was any of the praise dancers that at the church that you have uh, uh, on the praise team right now was any of them strippers in the past? I'm sorry, sir. I don't. I don't really know who you are, um, and I don't really understand this line of questioning. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm Brother Fuller. I don't think we've met, but uh, I, like I said, I've been elected to give you a call. Now, now it, it, it seems like what happened is this past week when you all actually uh, danced. It seemed like a couple of the girls was actually gyrating during the praise routine. Say what? Gyrating. Brother 
Brother Fuller, I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you saw. None of my girls were gyrating. They were dancing for the Lord. And I think if you look through your Lord's eye, perhaps you would see them better, instead of maybe you were looking through the gyrating eye. No, no. See, a couple of these girls, we can point them out. A couple of them have uh, strip girl tendencies, evidently, because some of them have been driving. Strip girl tendencies. You know what? Sir, uh, I think we need to uh, complete this call. Perhaps I need to call Bishop and speak to him myself because, you know, I don't know what you do all day, but I have a real job, and I'm sitting here holding a conversation in my office about gyrating strippers in the church. Are you kidding me? Ma'am, listen. Now, here's a couple other things that, that they're talking about. Some of the girls' uh, feet are real ashy when you all are performing, and they want to see if maybe you can you – can, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if y'all need the grip or whatever that y'all don't y'all don't put lotion on. I, we're not sure what that is. Um, as well as the the the, the, uh, the toenail polish. Everybody has three, four, five different designs and everything. Is it any way y'all can be in unison with your toenail polish? But the most important thing is the gyrating doing the dance routine. I don't know what your feet look like. I don't need you calling me, talking to me about my girls, their feet, their nail polish. Perhaps your mind should be on Jesus instead of on them. How about that? A hard you know, man for no, my no, mind no, no, to no. be. I don't have time. I don't have time. It's, I don't, I don't it's know hard for my mind is. to be on Jesus when somebody's shaking their butt at the church. Now, that, that's the problem. Hey, you know what? Look, I'm at work. Now, I'm trying to keep a work tone. You're going to make me curse up in here. Now, let me tell you something. Don't call me anymore. I will deal with Pastor. If he has something to say with me, he can say it to me personally. But I'm done with this conversation. Are you going to deal with the gyrating is what we want to know. Maybe, you know what, it, it, it just hit me. Maybe you're one of the ones that's doing the gyrating. Look, let me tell you something. My girls ain't doing no gyrating, and neither am I. Now, I am done with this conversation. Do you understand you, me? But, but listen. I'm done. Are you done with the done. gyrating? That's done. what we want to stop. So we, can, we can't praise the Lord if the booties is shaking. You know what? Sir, look, I, I got to go to work. I got to go. Now, I, I, again, I don't know what your issue is. It sounds to me like you have an issue with gyrating booties. I have not heard so much gyrating booties in one conversation in my entire life. Now, my mind is set on Jesus. I don't know what your mind is set on. Well, Sister Tanya, before you was a praise dance, uh, uh, oh, 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 a ministry, over the ministry, did, did you ever used to strip? No, I didn't do no stripping. Now, did your wife do any stripping? Uh, what? Did your mama do any stripping? What, what did you? Wait a minute, well, well, man. You heard what I said. You heard what, how you like when somebody called you and asked you if your mama did some stripping? How you like that? I got you. Um, you know what I want to know? When is the next rehearsal? That way I can come and pick out who it is that's doing oh, this job. No, 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 no. You don't have you don't have any business at my rehearsal. I don't want to see you at my rehearsal. I don't want to I don't want to see any parts of you in my rehearsal. If I see you near one of my girls, I swear I'm coming up to you myself. Do you understand me? We need to find out who's doing that job. You don't need so to find out. Going... Thing. You need to stay your butt in your own house. And, and, and I'm glad y'all ain't dancing when the plate is being passed, because ain't no telling how you act with them wands coming through that. You know what? That's it. That's it. You call me disrespecting me? I'm at work. I can't even handle this no more. You know what? Don't call me no more. Don't look at my girls no more. Matter of fact, come near the church and see what I got for you. I want to know is you going to stop the job rating. When oh, is no, you going to stop gonna do a from moving? That's, I'm not going to do it. Thing. Who you think you're talking to like that? You're supposed to be a, a minister to you. And I'm done listening to you. Now I'm getting ready to go. Well, I got one more thing to say to you before you leave. Now you ain't got a thing to say to me. I said I was done. And I said I got one more thing to say is you listen. You know what, man? Get off my phone. I'm going to say it anyway. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your entire praise ministry congregation, all your girls, got me to prank phone call you.
Oh, I'm a shitty. For real. Oh, oh. They got me cursing on the radio. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I think I'm going to have it. Hey, I got one thing to ask you, Tanya. What's what that? is the baddest radio show in the land? Nobody else but the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> wow, man. I'm through talking to you. You're going to make me. What? You're going to make me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you should have your mind on Jesus. I'm at work. Okay. I like that. I'm at work. I'm at work, <laughs> and I'm trying to talk to you in a in a at-work tone. Uh, yes. <laughs> but you're going to make me. You, you, you're going to make me. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe you one of the ones gyrate. Maybe that's uh, what it is. Maybe you one of the ones. Yeah. Talking about they well, Andy wasn't man. dancing when the money came yeah. out. That was funny. Yeah. He's supposed to praise the Lord with all his booty shaking. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think of this stuff? It's crazy. It's the left side. The left side. That's right. That's the left side uh, of the show, baby. That's it. That's right. Right. Where the, Listen where to the genius is on this side. It's over the, here. On, the geniuses are on the left side. It's That's where we side. reside. It's on this side of the show, right? <laughs> Where the okay. genius resides. Yes. <laughs> Y'all didn't know. Steve, you're awfully quiet. <laughs> he know. I've never been uh, attracted to any praise dancers ever <laughs> in my entire life. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Mm-mm. You all said nah, you must have been seeing praise dancers at our church. No, no. <laughs> All the praise dancers at our church, just that's where they needed to be. Praise dancing at the church. <laughs> that's where they need to be. They couldn't have danced nowhere else. <laughs> wow. Clearly, the praise dancers at our church was just was just choir member wannabes, but they couldn't sing. That's all they was at our church. <laughs> all right. Thank you, nephew. <laughs> Coming up next, it's my strawberry letter. The subject, my side piece, lives with us. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my side piece lives with us. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need some real honest advice because I'm in a serious situation. I've been married for 15 years to a very beautiful and wonderful woman. Lately, the sex has gone from two or three times a week to once a week. About a year ago, her sister went through a bad divorce and needed a fresh start in a new city. So my wife and I invited her to move to our city and stay with us until she got her own house. Her sister is a great woman and she has a good head on her shoulders, so it was not hard for her to find a good job. Shortly after she moved in with us, the COVID pandemic hit and my sister-in-law started working from home. My wife and I are essential employees, so we had to work daily. 
I used to get off before my wife, and when I got home, I'd sit and talk to my sister-in-law until my wife got home. We realized we had a lot in common, and I opened up to her about my lackluster sex life with her sister. She admitted that she hadn't had sex since her divorce, and she's about to explode. By December of last year, we were satisfying each other sexually, but not going all the way. My sister-in-law is very sexy and seductive, and I want her so badly, but I can't do that to my wife. I need to get this temptation out of my house without my wife being suspicious. How should I handle this? Please, please help. Okay. Mm. Well, why are you even thinking about this? I mean, I know because it's right there in front of you and yeah, uh, it's in your face every day and and lust is real. I know that. And and your wife is not performing. You say like she, like she used to, but I am glad you wrote to us before, before you actually slept with your sister-in-law and I couldn't agree with you more. You definitely have to get her out of the house. You got to do that because you will have sex with her if she doesn't leave. Now, I, I have to believe what you said in this letter about not going all, all the way because you said you can't do that to your wife. So you do have feelings. You love your wife. You said she was beautiful and wonderful. And it, and it doesn't take a, away from the fact that you've already cheated on her in your mind and almost everywhere else, though. Uh, Look, you got to think about what's at stake here. I'm sure you've thought about it, but maybe you haven't thought clearly about it with, you know, with your brain. I'll say that. If you do your wife's sister, you you can really kiss life as you know it goodbye. You can do that, especially if your wife finds out. The trust will be broken. There will be unimaginable, unimaginable hurt to the beautiful and wonderful woman that's your wife. Uh, you're going to break a family up. You got to think about these things. And uh, you could get killed if your wife catches you. Think about that, too. Uh, is your sister-in-law worth all of this? Is she? Uh She's right there in the house. I know where I'm assuming that it would all go down. So, I don't know. You got to get her out of there. And as for sister-in-law, she definitely needs to find another place immediately. She's working. You said she had a good job. So she can afford an apartment or something. She doesn't have to stay there any longer. Her sister has been really good to her. And this is the way she pays her back uh, by trying to sleep with you. It's foul and you know it. Uh, So tell her in no uncertain terms. But of course, she's got to make it sound convincing, like you said in the letter, like it was all her idea so your wife uh, won't suspect anything. And and this is just a big mess. But the the main problem is to get her out of there ASAP. Steve? Mm. Well, (laughs) you know, I think before I offer any help to this brother, we got to have a real talk, me and dog, in this letter. We got to have a man-to-man. Because, see, when you write into Steve and Shirley, Shirley's going to give you a very good perspective. And Shirley's going to come from her perspective, right? What she has. But when a man writes a letter, I have one advantage over Shirley Strawberry. I happen to be a man. Game, recognize game. So now, dog, before I help you, and I'm going to help you, let me take your ass back down memory lane so we can so we can understand what happened here. Uh, I've been married 15 years to a very beautiful and wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. 
Now, that right there, when you open the letter right there, what you're saying to Uncle Steve is, I, I really, it, she ain't did nothing wrong. You're opening the letter letting me know she ain't did nothing wrong. You ain't said that, but that's what you said. And in this letter right here, right, right off that line, sound like you ought to be satisfied and happy. If you got a beautiful, wonderful woman, what's wrong? Now, here we go. Right after that, lately the sex has gone from two or three times a week to once a week. Your ass been married 15 years. You really thought y'all were going to keep having sex three damn times a week, dog. It doesn't happen. It doesn't you really happen. thought that, dog. You thought after 15 damn years of marriage that you was going to keep on crawling up in that bed all over that kitchen three damn times a week, partner. After 15 years. Oh, I ain't saying it don't happen. It could but it usually don't. Yeah, don't. You know, because this thing come along called life. They call bills and responsibility. It's just called, I got to go to work. I'm tired. You just said y'all essential workers. Hell, you've been in the pandemic. You're in there trying to save lives and all this here. You tired when you get home. I got something Hang. for your ass after this break, though. Yeah. I got Hang on, you. Steve. All right. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject, my side piece lives with us. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my side piece lives with us. With us. Uh, as a reminder of last time, I'm going to first share with you, brother, that you wrote in to Uncle Steve. You know I'm a man, so I read between the lines. Shirley gave great advice. I'm going to help you at the end of this, but first, I got to break you. you down a little bit. You've been married for 15 years to a very beautiful and wonderful woman. Right there, sound to me like you ought to be satisfied and happy, okay? But you said lately the sex has gone from two or three times a week to once a week. Well, 15 years, I guess you thought this was going to last forever. I guess you thought that you was going to have sex three times a week just the rest of your damn life. It, boy, boy, stop. And it didn't just happen all of a sudden. It went from three times a week, not just down to once. It got cut to two. Then one, and it gradually happened. I got news for you. We finna be talking about how many times in a month in a minute. I just need you to understand that. We gonna be talking about, we gonna have to mention months in here in a little bit. All right, so here we go. A year ago, her sister got a bad divorce, moved in with y'all. Uh, so your wife invited her to move to y'all city. She needed a fresh start, stay with us until she could get her own house. Then here you go. Her sister's a great woman. She got a good head on the shoulders. So it wasn't hard for her to find a good job. Shortly after she moved in, the COVID pandemic hit. Now this means around February. That's when everybody started having this home February. You know, we started getting places closed down in March and all this here. Mm -hmm. So you got that. And uh, your sister-in-law started working from home. Now your wife and I are central employees, so we had to work daily. So y'all had to work all through the pandemic because some type of important work y'all do is central. Got it. Used to get off before your wife, and when I got home, you'd sit and talk to your sister-in-law until your wife got home. Mm. 
during all of this conversation, you say we realize we had a lot in common. Now, here is where the man comes in at, ladies, and I want you to understand this. And I opened up to her about my lackluster sex life with her sister. Right there. Okay, dog, let's admit this. You did that on purpose. You've been sitting there talking to her, looking at her, and you threw a, you threw a feeler out. You started feeling around, see where it would go. You initiated this whole thing on purpose. This didn't accidentally happen, dog. You did this on purpose. Let's just be real. Your lackluster sex life, you threw some chumming in the water, some feed and some bait <laughs> and tried to see if you could pick up your, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you tried to pick up your lackluster sex life. She admitted that she hadn't had sex since her divorce and she about to explode. And your ass was overjoyed. See, dog, all you had to do was never, why would you talk about your wife to any right. other woman? Right. Any other woman, dog. You know the rules of manhood, homie. You know the rules, pretty Tony. You know them. <laughs> and you broke them in violation because your ass was trying to see what was up. As soon as she said she was about to explode, you was overjoyed. Now, here's the timeline, y'all. By December of last year, this is 2020. So she been at the house since last year. And then February hit. And the pandemic, they been in the house. Mm -hmm. By December, they started satisfying each other sexually, but not going all the way. Hey, dog, you can take the but not going all the way out. Once you started satisfying each other sexually, you had already done enough to lose your marriage. Because you think if your wife knew y'all was sexually satisfying each other, that that's okay because you didn't go all the way? Dog, you're talking to another man here. But you ain't got to go all the way, do you, homie? Oh, that's how it started. And you wanted it to start like that. And you was cool with the, okay, I don't want to do no more. Oh, okay, cool. Because you know what's happening for you. And you know what you're doing to her. So y'all mm -hmm. cool. But guess what? It got good to you now. Ooh. My sister-in-law is very sexy and seductive, and I want her so badly. Now, here you trying to be righteous on me. But I can't do that to my wife. Boy, stop. Mm. <laughs> Boy, stop. If you couldn't do that to your wife, you wouldn't do that to your wife. That's right. Dog, you can do that to your wife. You doing it now. Dog, listen to me. If you crazy enough to sleep with her sister in y'all's house, you think, Uncle Steve, don't think you would tap something outside the house? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on, dog. Just two grown-ass men talking. If you would do this with her sister under her own roof, her sister, you won't tap a strange chick outside. Man, miss me with this letter right here, dog. You bought this on yourself. Now you talking about, but I can't do that to my wife. You know, I already done it to your wife. Now, here's the only fix you got right here. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Here's what you got to say. I don't want to hurt your sister, and I'm sure you don't either. So we should end this now, and, and, and you should prepare to move out. I will agree to how much ever time you need, but can we please agree to end this? Because I'm ashamed of what I've done, and I don't want to hurt her, and I know you don't either. So can we please? I'm begging right. you. 
in this. Please. All right, we'll be back with sports talk from Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior's here with Sports Talk. Junior, what you got for us today? Hey, Shirley, this is a serious story here. I mean, this is this is this is something I, I can't even believe this, man. I, I don't even know how he's – let me just tell you. Ex-Seattle Seahawks uh, player Chad Wheeler has been charged with first-degree domestic violence assault, domestic violence unlawful imprisonment, and resisting arrest after he choked and beat his girlfriend. Now, after Wheeler beat his girlfriend – she told authorities he yelled, oh, you still alive. Oh, wow. Now, Wheeler has been placed on home arrest with a GPS ankle monitor until his arraignment oh, on February 9th. This is absolutely. Excuse me. Yeah. But why he not in jail? No, That's she, what I don't she's understand. Black, right? She's black. She's a sister. He's yes. white. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. He yes. white. Her, she's I think black. Her name is Aaliyah. I think her name is Aaliyah. And she's beautiful. he post bail. And so that's why he's at home. Um, it turns out that she she was unconscious when this yeah, happened. What? And she regained consciousness. She called 911. So when the police came, she was screaming. So the police had to bust the door in. They were trying to hear yeah. where her screams were coming from. This is just according to different multiple media outlet yeah. reports that I was reading that they bust the door in. That's how they were able to find her mm-hmm. and, you know, to get to her. And she told the authorities that he was uh, bipolar, suffered from bipolar disorder, and he had not been taking his meds. I know several people who take meds. Bipolarism, that's, it's real. It's not nothing. Mental it's, health, it's, it's yes. Something. It's issue, yes. For me, and and I may not know everything I need to know about it, so just excuse me for that. Mm-hmm. You got no business beating a woman. Period. Absolutely not. I don't give a damn what's wrong with no. you at all. No. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn about you missed your meds and all this here. What meds stop ass whoopings? Well, I ain't, I'm not familiar with that. Can somebody help me? Because I, I ain't familiar her. with it. Let's keep it all the way 100. If he had been black. Come on now. Yeah. You yeah. know well, that this story would be entirely different than what it and is And he now. would be locked up. He would be locked up. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Is so he a listen, current if you, player, if you know junior? someone. About three years in the league. Offensive lineman, Junior? Offensive lineman. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time to switch gears here and um, put some smiles on our faces this Friday morning. Uh, Time to play Comedy Roulette. Comedy Uh, Roulette. Come on, Jay. (laughs) It's a very simple game. You take three subjects, put those subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel around where it stopped because we're good at this. We'll make it funny. Do it, Shirley. Mm -hmm. All right, today's categories are, thank you, Jay, Things people say when they think there's a ghost in the house. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Black people? Okay. Uh, th- things you tell your neighbors when they're having a loud party. And then okay. we got things you say when you messed up dinner. 
Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Won't you, you join in if we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, you put a little sauce on that. You got a little uh -huh. salt yeah, in there. Yeah, you put a little salt in there. I've never, no pepper, I've never done salt. that personally. <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's spin the wheel, guys. Come on. Spin it around. Whatever, man, whatever. Things you say uh, when you messed up dinner. Things you say when you know you messed up dinner. Mm. Anybody up for some popcorn? Mm? Wow. <laughs> Jay, I've actually said that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Things you say when you know you messed up dinner. Well, you wasn't complaining last night when I was in the bedroom cooking. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh. Things you say when you know you messed up dinner. You know what? They was out of chicken breast, so I guess that raccoon wasn't a good substitute, was it? it was, that don't, yeah, that didn't work out. I'm sorry. My bad. Yuck. Where'd you get that? Come on, Steve. Things you say when you messed up dinner. This a new oven. <laughs> that's, that's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. All right. Things you say when you messed up dinner. You know what? You can scrape most of that off. Okay. You can scrape most of that off. All right. I think we've all said that. Everybody. Yeah. Even those can cook. Yes, yes. I know a lot of these. My mom might have missed up a few meals, but this is what she would say, though. Things she would say when she messed up dinner. What? Go hungry for all I care. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, yeah. That's that last line. You got right to there. eat. Uh, <laughs> things you say when you know you messed up dinner. I got corona, so I can't taste what y'all taste. I, my, all my taste buds is gone. Wow. I'm sorry. I just, I can't taste what y'all taste. I just, what? Really? I, I, I said it. Uh, yeah. That's that edge. That's that edge. That you That's that line. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. Sure. Things you say when you messed up dinner. I left my glasses at home. I thought it said chicken, but I guess these is chitlins. <laughs> what you're not going to do is confuse chicken and chitlins. Chicken and chitlins. That's how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things you say when you know, things you say when you know you've messed up, done it. Ain't nobody touch nothing. I mean nothing. <laughs> Y'all ain't touch a damn thing. <laughs> the things you say when you know you messed up dinner. Uh -huh. Did I look like I knew how to make a quiche? <laughs> Put it out there like that. Yeah. <laughs> say, Junior, get off me. Get off. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Things you say when you know you messed up dinner. Look, we got about 10 minutes to order pizza. If y'all don't like that, we got about 10 minutes before they close. <laughs> All right, Steve, come on, close it out. Things you say when you messed up dinner. Things you say when you messed up dinner. Ask your mama to make it. <laughs> How my mama get in this? That, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, yeah. is Comedy Roulette. We'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, we have to say a very special happy birthday today. Uh, someone we love. Happy birthday to Oprah Winfrey. Oprah is six Oprah years yes. old today. Oprah Looking Oprah real Winfrey. good, Oprah. <laughs> you Oprah's how? She's 67 today. Looking great. Oprah's 67. Yeah, today she she's 67. Good, yeah, she looks good. Happy birthday. Wow. What you give her for her birthday? I mean, what? What do you yeah. give? That's a thing. great question, what? Jay. A wish. Uh, yeah, what do you give Oprah with? Good health, baby. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she has you everything. You stick your head in the room, you say, happy birthday, and that's it. Happy birthday. <laughs> out. Yeah. But mm. she Don't embarrass yourself for damn sure. <laughs> what what, what? The what gift? you can't do with See, people that's got a billion dollars is say, is sit there and give them a gift and then wait on the opening like you finna see something. <laughs> 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 can, I, can I make us something though? Can I, and you know, I, can I make what, like some cookies? Have you ever had people like, have you ever had people give you something and then st- sit there while you opening like yeah. bro, looking at you yeah. on the top yes. of that glass? Yeah, like, sure. Uh, and, and, when you open and on this, top of it, they know it wasn't worth a damn before you open it. Yeah, they standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Consider the source. <laughs> There's no way you can match their expectations of what's in that thing. You just ain't going to be able to do it. Anyway, happy birthday to Oprah Winfrey. Happy birthday. (laughs) Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, some very sad news out of Hollywood. Iconic Mm. and legendary actress Cicely Tyson has passed away. She was 96 years old. Her manager, Larry Thompson, released a statement yesterday saying Mrs. Cicely Tyson has made her peaceful transition. Please allow the family their privacy. As we all know, Ms. Cicely Tyson had roles in theater, film, and television, including the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman, A Woman Called really? Moses, The King, MLK yeah. uh, story, Sounder. And so the list goes on and on. Ms. Tyson and was Broadway. married. Yes. Yeah. She was married, of course, to Miles Davis from 81 to uh, 1988. Throughout her career, she refused to play drug addicts prostitutes, or any type of role that was demeaning to black women. And she gained so much respect for that. Miss Tyson was also one of the founding members of the Dance Theater of Harlem. In 2016, wow. President Obama presented Miss Tyson with the Presidential Medal of Freeman, Freedom, yes, the nation's highest civilian honor. Miss Tyson passed away just days after her memoir was released. It's called Just As I Am, A Memoir. Wow, have to get that. That's a legend right there. You know, yeah. um, and so beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, in in today of uh, social media and and all, um, you know, we, we, uh-huh. we really we you know we really know how to pay uh, homage to to our current stars. You know, mm-hmm. people who are are, are socially uh, relevant today, mm-hmm. and sometimes we miss the legacy of our treasures that made us who who we all are today you know this woman was a trailblazer in every sense of the word i mean if there was no cicely tyson Mm -hmm. i don't know if you understand this you you get no oprah winfrey you you get no maya angelou you get no you get no beyonce you get no uh, this 
This is really how relevant of a figure this woman was. And 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 black women in this industry know this about yes. her. Yes. And I I hope that they do it right. Uh even though it's tough, you know, because there's a lot going on, but I, don't, I, I hope people don't miss her real contribution to us as a people because she was doing it at a time where being us was not popular, cool, mm-hmm. or allowed. Right. And that's what, when you could become a black star, yeah. when Lee she Rose. was a black star, yes, you yes. better know your ass was doing something. She was special on a whole nother level, man. Just a whole nother level of grace and style and dignity, the way she carried herself, man. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Perry loved her. Even in her later years, man, Tyler used her a lot. I liked her, and I was glad to see that. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. And uh, it's our last break of the day. We'll talk about that as well right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day, last break of the week. First full uh-huh. week for our brand new president. <laughs> he did, he's VP doing good Harris. so far, doing well. Yeah. He's done more than that other mm-hmm. one did in four. So, yeah, it's, I'm happy. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. What did he do every day? Trump. Play golf? He tweeted and played golf. Yeah, yep. that's it. That's it. Yeah. Show wasn't oh, being Tweeted president. and played golf. Mm-hmm. And plotted on how he was going to win a second term. How'd that work exactly. out for you? So, yeah. He is gone. Mm -hmm. All right, Steve, you can send us off on a good weekend with your closing remarks. Well, I mean, you know, I just, uh, it's it's pretty much the same thing for me. I'm on a real uh, tangent right now uh, with staying focused on, on 2021, erasing 2020. It's done. It was a lot of challenges for a lot of people. For a lot of people, there were some great moments in it. And the one thing about it is, what's even right now for all of us, no matter who you are, is that we all can have the same level of hope for 2021. Because no one knows what the future holds. That's, that's a guarantee. No one is promised tomorrow. No one really knows the exact day that they'll be called home. I mean, not really, for the most part. You know, of course, I'm not talking about people who are terminally ill and things like that. But but even I've seen those situations get turned around with faith. But I'm talking about all of us starting today have the opportunity to view 2021 with the level of expectation and realizing that the law of attraction is in full effect, whether you realize it, live by it, understand it, know it, or acknowledge it, it does exist. And that you can start right now living your life in expectation that 2021 can be the best year of your life. You, There's nothing that requires you to drag whatever happened to you from 2020 into 2021. There's, there's nothing that there's no law in place that forces you to drag any negativity along with you. Remember this, y'all. If something negative has happened to you, keyword has happened, that means it's in your past tense. You have the ability 
if you choose to, to move forward away from what has happened. And you have the right to fixate your mind on something happening positive in your future. You have that right. You don't have to drag negativity along with you. No one forces you to pack the bag of negativity and take it with you. You have baggage because you won't let it go. I'll tell you what I do. When negative things happen to me, and they do happen to me, and God moves me past it, meaning I got over it, meaning I survived the attack, meaning that I got over the hurt, meaning that I live to see another day, once God moves me past whatever it is that has happened in my life, I'm done. I'm done. I have learned to stop dragging my baggage throughout my life because life is already challenging enough and has its difficulty. What you don't need to do is keep dragging the other years you survive along into the new year. Why would I take 2018 into 2021. Well, I got a divorce in 2018 and I thought I had met my soulmate. Okay, he wasn't. He wasn't. But you're going to keep bringing him, his memory, his legacy into your future in 2021. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself, y'all. Stop dragging the baggage of your past. It interferes with your future. You can't jump as high as you can in 2021 with all that weight from 2020, 2019, 2017. You can't jump as high in 2021. You'll never get into the orbit God has for you if you keep dragging these old bags with you. If God has gotten you over it, if he has gotten you past it, if he has gotten you through it, that is a gift to you. You should leave it where it was. Stop bringing it with you. You don't have to. I'll give you another example. Let's say if you're a woman and you've had a couple of bad relationships and you know how they say, you know, you bring the baggage from your old relationship into your new relationship. Okay, so now you meet what could potentially be a man or a person who can give you a great relationship. But because you won't let go of the two bad ones you had, you bring that into the relationship and you put it on the table for this new person to have to deal and grapple with all these issues that he or she didn't commit or didn't add to. And now you're asking him to solve it. He don't even know what caused it. Stop doing this to yourself. Remember, sometimes the breakup is the blessing. You got to move forward. You lost your job in 2020. Your company closed in 2020. It happened to a lot of people. That company's not opening up. You're not going to get that job back. Oh, woe is me. Yes. But could that door have closed simply because God wants you to walk up the hall and he got another door for you to go through? You better start recognizing and living your life in expectation in 2021. Hey, y'all, for all the doors that have closed in your life, do yourself a favor in 2021. Walk up the hall. It's some more doors up the hall. I suggest you go up there and go through one of them. 
Thank you very much. My closing remarks right there on a Talk. Friday. That's how you shut the week down, Talk. Steve Harvey. Drop the mic, baby. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 